we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for February 15th, 2021. Uh, and today, I've got about 23 pages to cover, but a lot of it is audios and um, just more bombshell by the week. Uh, and typically not in a very good way. But I'm, I'm going to... Um, as as I as I'm always trying to do, I'm trying to commingle a lot of scripture into these end time current events, so that we can understand that the Bible predicted things would be this way, moving into the times that we're in. So none of this should shock us. Um, we don't want to be ignorant of Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage of us, as the Bible says, and and that's a big reason this ministry exists. Um, <clears throat> We're going to open us up today with the prayer to neutralize occult rituals. We're rotating the four prayers that are always in the PDFs for every uh, teaching that I'm doing now. And you can always go there and print them out. Uh, keep them in, in your Bible if you want to pray them separately. And um, I would always, uh, the, the thing with these prayers though is these will get you typically on Satan's radar. Because you're engaging in spiritual warfare, which is what we should be doing. So there's certain things you want to do, like praying a Lord's Prayer type prayer, making sure you're right with the Lord, putting on the full armor of God. I like to pray Psalm 64 as well before I do these things, and um, which is an imprecatory prayer, asking for God's protection. You could pray Psalm 91. You you could just just do as the Lord leads you. But these are just some suggestions um, that I've observed over the years. So this is the prayer to neutralize occult rituals. I'll go ahead and, and uh, open us up in a word of prayer here. Beloved Holy Savior, Lord Jesus, you are the sacrifice, the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth, seated at the right hand of the Father. We honor your sacrifice on the cross, your resurrection and transfiguration, volunteered for our salvation. We worship you, exalt you, and magnify your name above every other name. You are sovereign and supreme over all. You are worthy. You alone are worthy. We pledge our faith and love to serve you alone forever. We claim your word. James 4, 7, submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And 2 Timothy 1, 7, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. <clears throat> we come in, in the authority given to us through Jesus Christ. We cover ourselves with the blood of the Lamb. We place a hedge of warring angels with flaming swords of fire around us and our families continuously. We put on the whole armor of God. We lift our shields of faith to interlock, standing foot to foot, shoulder to shoulder, a solid wall that cannot be breached or penetrated. We resist and renounce Satan, the god of this earth. We rise to war in the spirit against witchcraft, occult maneuvers, and devices sent against your will and the body of Christ. We ask you to dispatch legions of warring angels in full battle array, fiery swords drawn to enforce our petitions and intercessory prayers. Rout your enemies on all fronts, Lord. Turn their hatred, anger, accusations, conflict, arrogance, and wicked schemes upon themselves so that they become caught in their own snares and fall into the pits that they have intended for others. We nullify, dismantle, cancel, and oppose every satanic operation, scheme, maneuver, and strategy. Cause secret plans and agendas and motivations of the enemy to be revealed for everyone to see. We decree and declare that these evil people, what, the, what these evil people meant for evil you will turn it around and use it for the good of your people and that your name be glorified and that many would be saved. We close every evil portal that has been opened by them. We break every curse, hex, spell, vex, 
enchantment, decree spoken or unspoken, sent against the body of Christ and your intercessors, by every witch, warlock, Satanist, sorcerer, voodoo priest, shaman, brujo, bruja, soothsayer, medium, coven, and every minion of the devil working iniquity. And we set it apart back upon their own heads sevenfold that they may repent and turn from their evil ways lord jesus reveal your love to them show them the truth about who they are serving and their eternal destination if they continue in this present path open their minds ears and eyes to receive the supernatural insight and knowledge to understand the truth of the gospel bring them to salvation lord we seal this prayer by the blood of the lamb and in the name of the lord jesus christ we pray amen Okay, so we're going to get into this. Uh, we're going to be covering a lot today that <clears throat> some of it I have touched on before. Some of it I've done dedicated studies, but the information we're going to be getting into, especially it, near the beginning, is just, just unbelievably bombshell stuff. Um, we're going to tie together a lot of different things regarding the end time scenario, regarding the whole occult luciferian rituals and initiations that Hollywood and the sports world are trying to bring us into um particularly we're going to be talking a lot about the super bowl and then also tying in the arrival of the antichrist and how there are actually whole groups now and particularly in the um the jews uh, and even I believe the, the NAR movement, we're going to be looking at how they're actually going to be summoning the Antichrist to make their his big debut. They're using this through mass prayer, which I would deem nothing more than mass witchcraft. Uh, now, they may view it the exact opposite, but the fact remains is that, you know, this is what is going on. We're going to we're going to get into all this today and um, hopefully tie everything together for you now. First report, Super Bowl 55, glorifying the GOAT, because that the greatest of all time. Well, that's what they call Tom Brady. Glorifying the GOAT, the worship of the false idols of Super Bowl. Tom Brady's wife openly tells him, quote, you are lucky you married a witch. End of quote. Now, you're going to hear it out of his own mouth. And attributes much of his success to her witchcraft. So much so that he doesn't even question all the witchcraft stuff she does prior to his games and these types of things. Now, as far as I know, and I may be wrong, but he's the only one I know of in the, in the National Football League, but I don't follow it really, but he's the only one I've ever heard of, because I have reported on this over and over, that is openly saying that he believes that a, uh, who knows how much of his success is attributed directly to witchcraft. Uh, you're going to hear it out of his own mouth. So I'm going to go ahead and play this video here, and we're going to see what we're talking about. Z also issued a statement in the same release that read, The weekend has introduced a sound all his own. His soulful now, unique... this is Jay-Z, and they're going to tie a lot of this stuff together. Um, so Jay-Z says, The weekend has introduced a sound all its own. His soulful... Uniqueness has defined a new generation of greatness in music and artistry. This is an extraordinary moment in time, and the Pepsi Super Bowl uh, halftime show is going to be an extraordinary experience with an extra, extraordinary performer. Jay, now, Jay-Z is an open uh, Aleister Crowley, Luciferian Satanist, and that'll be proven here in a sec as well. 
uniqueness has defined a new generation of greatness in music and artistry. This is an extraordinary moment in time, and the Pepsi Super Bowl 55 halftime show is going to be an extraordinary experience with an extraordinary performer. Listen, they're all a part of the Boston. You have to take the oath. The oath is the Boston, even if you get a recording there. But you are not into destroying the Lord's word unless you get hand chosen to be a part of that $20, $30 million award. Now, they just don't tell you. Now, I, I, I'm not sure if this is him talking, but he's talking about basically the Luciferian initiation you have to get through to get that contract. Okay. And I think this this is this is um, for sports. I think this is for Hollywood. I think this is for um, uh, the rap music, the rock music, anybody that gets a really really big contract. I think this is what they're referencing. To. And I'm sorry about the music in the background, it, but I have nothing to the, the 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 person that put out the video has all the stuff in the background. There's things playing, but I, I by the by the time we're end of this, we're we're through this all. Hopefully. You'll get the gist of what's going on here. Hey, you're going to get that 30 million. They offer it to you because you have to be perfectly aware that we're asking you to do this. See, they just can't trick you. You get me? They just can't trick you and say, well, he don't know he's serving the devil because the Lord won't honor him. Okay, so basically in order to get the $30 million, and maybe this isn't the case for lower contracts, like for, I don't know, some one-hit wonder band, but... In order to get the big contracts, he's saying they cannot trick you. You got to know what you're doing, and you have to be willing to basically say, "I serve Satan. I renounce Jesus Christ. Do whatever they say." In order to get that level of money, okay? They can't trick you, and I, I think this is how the mark of the beast will be as well, where you're going to receive it in your right hand or forehead, and. You're going to know exactly what you're doing. And that's what the Bible does indicate. That when it comes to that, when humanity has that decision, there, there's not going to be any tricking. It, it's going to be, you're willingly doing this. And um, this is why I don't believe they're going to force you to take it. Because there's no real Bible for that. Now, the 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 you may have to get your head chopped off. And, and you will, in that regard, if... And I'm not saying that to scare people, but that's what the Bible does clearly indicate. Okay, that you don't receive the mark of the beast, well then, the beheading. But remember, absent from the bodies to be present with the Lord. And one second on the, on the other side of that guillotine blade, one second is everlasting life with the Lord Jesus Christ and Father God and, you know, the angels and all the other people in heaven. So there's, <laughs> I just don't believe that we're going to be tricked. Now, they may be highly deceived and deluded regarding the people that take the mark of the beast. True. But I, I think it's going to be a willing decision that you have to make. And this is kind of what he's talking about here, that concept. You have to be perfectly aware that you are going against the Lord's people. You're going against what the Lord stands for. And when you shake on it, you sign that damn contract in blood. And I'm telling you how they get down. You sign the contract in blood. You sign it in your own blood. Now, the way Doc Marquis said it, when he was, um, because he was brought up in a Luciferian family, is I think at the age of 13, they said they slice your arm open and they give you a quill feather. And 
you dip it in your own that you dip it in your own blood and there's a book of death that you sign your name in i think and that's that's to basically show that you're in you, you serve satan you're luciferian and that type of thing so it depends what contract you're signing but i have heard of that concept before once you agree to these men that you're willing to destroy god's word fans were loving the announcement and took to social media to share their reactions the weekend performing halftime at the Super Bowl is the highlight of my day, one person wrote. Blinding lights at the Super Bowl is going to be insane, another said. They give you a taste of the good life. You know, you get, they take you on uh, private vacations to isolated islands, or you get the, the penthouse suites and hotels. This is a lady telling you what they do to woo you in with these elite. You get yachts, private jets shopping trips they lavish you with gifts they make it look like it's the good life this is the good life join us you can have anything you want you are a god you can have the world this is what they tell them they don't tell them the small writing and so people get get infatuated by the luxury and the lavishness of being wow running elbows with the rich the rich and the elite, your own private jets and yachts and islands, and the good life. They're treated very well. And then they join. They decide, okay, I'm going to join. I'm going to join with you guys. And you start moving through the levels and you realize, hey, wait a minute, I, this isn't what I signed up for. Because then you start learning the ghastly truth of Satanism. And then when you get in, it's Rituals, eating babies' hearts, sacrificing babies, drinking blood, being forced to have, if you're married, adulterous relationships because all of them are forced into adultery. Satan doesn't honor a marriage. You're married to him. Satanists have their own services that mock Christian services. They have them almost every weekend. They have them in underground churches across, this, across America. And they do everything opposite and, and against what a real church would do. Why would you want to join a group of people that think, Eating feces and drinking urine is fun. It's not optional. You have to do it. They all do it. And they don't complain. They get beyond that stage. They, they don't complain. They do it. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, what do you do? You go to an underground Hollywood club, a super secret Satanist club. Do they serve feces on toothpicks? These people are nasty. From being a kid performing for the first time in Toronto. I've heard this over and over and over again. And, and people would say, well, how, there's no way I would ever do that. Well, you have to understand that you give Satan an inch, he'll take a mile. And the moment you start to give into this and you start to participate in these types of things, demons flow into you. And those demons are increasingly searing your conscience like a hot iron with a hot iron, like the Bible talks about, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils 
speaking lies and hypocrisy and having their conscience sewer the hot iron, 1 Timothy 4.1. And they're being increasingly turned over to a reprobate mind, like the Bible talks about in Romans 1, where men burn after men and women after women, meaning they homosexuality. So that's what's happening to these people progressively. And like when she said, eventually they don't complain, they don't, well, they're at a level of demon infestation where they're almost on like demonic autopilot. It's like their soul's been sucked out of them almost. And they don't have a conscience anymore. They don't, they don't. And this is why when we're looking at this thing with the Great Reset and all this wickedness that that's just out in the open now, all the stuff that we've been talking about in this ministry for 15 years now, that, you know, the Lord showed me, and, and not me, but a lot of other people, and, and predicted, and now it's all out in the open, pretty much, you know. And you think, well, there's surely there's no way that that could actually be. Well, you, you don't. You cannot put yourself in the shoes of these people that, that have had their, their um, souls sucked out of them, essentially. Their conscience is seared with a hot iron, turned over to a reprobate mind. Vessels of wrath, fitted, meaning prepared ahead of time for God's destruction, as the Bible talks about. So, I, I just want to clarify that a little not knowing how big he would get to being one of the best artists out there performing on one of the biggest stages in the world a third tweeted the weekend will have big shoes to fill after jennifer lopez and shakira teamed up for an electrifying 2020 super bowl halftime show performance the duo made history last year as the first two latino women to co-headline the show but their record breaking didn't stop there they also brought out the most dancers and most ever songs to be performed during a halftime show in super bowl history um, but September 11 is massively important. Uh, it, it, it's um, the sun rising in Virgo, is it? Um, and of course, Washington DC has got Maryland on one side and Virginia on the yes, other. That's right. And Pentagon uh, is right almost smack in the center of that, uh, of that square, by the way, as well. Yeah. Um, but that, f for that female thing, which is at the root of Freemasonry, much to the alarm of many Freemasons, the whole thing is about goddess worship. That's right, and Pentagon uh, is right almost smack in the center of that uh, of that square, by the way, as well. Yeah, um, but that f for that female thing, which is at the root of Freemasonry, much to the alarm of many I, Freemasons. I believe he's, ref and then they're showing this picture of the of the female deity goddess on the Capitol. Which again, um, you see a lot of that in you know, Statue of Liberty type of thing. The the goddess on the on the Capitol, the the worship of what they would refer to as the divine feminine, and um, these are just pagan devil goddesses. And the whole arc, the whole layout of Washington D.C. It makes it really the most occult. Um, driven city that I think exists on the planet. If you go to YouTube and you can riddles in stone, uh, and I, I believe it, you should be able to find it there. 
watch that documentary and then the subsequent documentaries after because there were other ones that that were even went further but it shows you the whole layout how wicked washington dc is the whole thing is about goddess worship equally with god worship it's about the polarity of gender in the godhead which is this whole thing about um this androgynous god they worship meaning a god with both male and female sex organs which is what baphomet is okay which is the the goat god the, the horned goat god we're talking about the goat today baphomet has you know a goat's head female breasts i'm sure male and female gen- the whole nine yards okay and it represents the upside down pentagram as well one of the main uh, gods that we see listed in just flat out Satanism, also referred to as the Goat of Mendez. There we go with the goat again. So, ultimately, the god that this planet will worship will be an androgynous god with both male and female sexual characteristics. Because what they're trying to do is is take the image of God and defile that image and pervert that image. It's very important for Satan to do that. And we're going to be talking about that a lot today. And particularly, it seems, in founding Washington, D.C., they were the Virgin Mary and Maryland. They they, they were acting all, everything out um, to make it the most perfect place possible. Um, now I think what he's saying about the Virgin Mary there, and, and now remember this would be like the the Mary Mother of this would be the ones the Catholic worship, and this would would relate to the goddess on top of the Capitol, and the Statue of Liberty, and stuff like this. Um, they're saying that Washington D.C. is is, and they showed a map there is nestled between Virginia Virgin, and Maryland, Mary, so. Virginia, Virgin, Mary, Maryland. And it's nestled in the thing in the middle. I never had really seen that until just now. But, you know, the the layout of the country, I'm sure, was if, if Washington, D.C. was figured in an occult way, well, there's no, there shouldn't really be any surprise that the rest of the country and the names of the particular states may have, that may have been the case as well for certain ones. And even the, the sort of diamond shape has got female connotations. <laughs> For by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. And in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints and of all that were slain upon the earth. showing different various scenes from the Super Bowl in the background, different Super Bowls that have happened. Um, this Tom Brady interview that he did with Gillette, this is unbelievable. So he's talking about his wife Giselle, right? And he's talking about what she has him do and her, like what she practices and all this. This is unbelievable. So so Tom Brady's getting a stage, a, a shave, like one of those, the, the, 
you would you would refer to as more as an old fashioned. I I think he's getting shade with a straight razor. Maybe maybe or maybe not Gillette, and he's getting this on stage while he's doing this interview. It's very strange. I mean, you know, um, and he's being interviewed while he's this is happening now. Um, when this happened, I'm not sure, but I've 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 played these clips before about Brady, about him being his wife being heavily into witchcraft and you know doing these rituals before games. Listen to this. Any special thing you carried into the game Hold on. on Sunday? Any superstitions? Going into the game? Any special thing you carried into the game on Sunday that you had tucked away somewhere? Okay, so you have any superstitions going to the game if you didn't catch that, and anything you carry into the game that you have tucked away somewhere, Tom. And he's on stage right now getting ready to get this shave. Uh, I did. <laughs> I always, um, you know, I've learned a lot from my wife over the years. She's so about the power of intention, you know, and believing things that are really going to happen. And she always makes a little altar for me at the game. A little altar for me at the game because she wills it so much. This is nothing more than witchcraft, okay? Nothing more than like the altars they used to build to Baal and Moloch and Shima. And probably if the truth be known, that's what that's what's going on there. He's going to make it sound like it's little Bo Peep innocent, okay? Oh, it's just intention and, you know, our best life now type of thing, you know. But it's way more than that. She just wills it so much. And uh, so she put together a little altar for me that I could bring with pictures of my kids. And I have these little special stones and healing stones and protection stones. And she has me wear a necklace. And so this is why I, would, I recommend staying typically away from that type of stuff because it really gets and delves into the new age. You know, these guaranteed these stones are, quote, blessed by witches. Okay, and they and they contain power and, and you know energy and these types of things. They're they're like in demons essentially that he's carrying into the game so that he'll have favor in a witchcraft type scenario and um, gain the victory. Take these drops she makes. Drops. Now they're. They're showing this clip from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas where they talk about adrenochrome. Now, that I don't know if those are the drops, um, but that's kind of speculation. I'm just going to kind of fast forward that part. And I stopped questioning her a it long works. time ago. I did. I just shut up and listened. And she's a high-level witch, and he's probably been told he's probably at a much lower level. Just like when Bill Clinton got in, it was well known that Hillary was at a much higher level than him witchcraft-wise, and that... You know, there were times when the Secret Service saw Hillary just beating up Bill because he had gotten out of line, and he did not fight back. Um, she was at a much higher level of witchcraft. And I'm not saying men should, should hit women. I'm just saying that, that a lot of it had to do with Bill may have been a figurehead in office, but Hillary was most likely the one that was calling a lot of the shots because she was at a higher witchcraft level at first i was like this is kind of crazy and then about four years ago we were playing the seahawks and she said you better listen to me this is your year but this is all the things you're going to have to do to win and i did all those things and by god you don't work well all, all the witchcraft things that he had to do and only god knows what that was
we, he kind of skimmed through that. But could that have meant, you know, baby sacrifice and drinking blood and all the other stuff you got to go through at that level? <laughs> and then in 2015, it was about early January, and she said, you know how much I love you? And I said, yeah. And she said, I just want to let you know this is not going to be your year. Oh. And of course, Which is just divination, which the Bible forbids. It's just like fortune telling and witchcraft. And um, at this level, these types of outcomes, particularly in the Super Bowl games and this, are, are scripted and they're, and they're predicted and, and they know what's going to happen. And I'm not saying that's not the case with lower level games as well. How far that extends into all aspects of professional sports and college, I, I don't 100% know. But it definitely is a factor. We lost. I said, what does 16 look like? <laughs> and she said, 16 is going to be your year. <laughs> so it was early January this year. And I said, babe, i asking, like, do we have a chance? And she said, yeah, but you're going to have to do a lot of work and you're really going to have to listen to me. <laughs> Which is what you would do if you went to a witch and you were asking, okay, what do I have to do to make such and such fall in love with me? Or what do I have to do to be successful at this job? Well, they're going to give you a list of things you have to do from an occult standpoint or whatever and you better follow that if if you want to get gain that satanic favor and that's what he's done i mean if you look at tom brady he's done what no other quarterback probably has or, or ever will do in professional football he's been in like 10 super bowls won like seven of them nobody's even really close to that um and when he came out of Michigan, which is where he went, he wasn't really any big phenom at all. He was drafted super low. I mean, he, his, when he did the combine, it was like the slowest uh, that they had ever seen a quarterback run. I've seen it. It's almost laughable. I mean, how slow he is. How slow he was at, at, the, at his NFL combine. Um drafted super low i don't know sixth or seventh round or something like that i don't i may be off but it was it was it was very very low the, not a lot of expectations i mean he did not he was not built like a football player i mean he was built very uh kind of scrawny for what he's actually trying to accomplish now granted i'm not saying he didn't have the other tools i'm not saying he didn't have the height and and um the other attributes but it's just very strange that he is a guy like that has been able to do what no other quarterback has ever done ever in the NFL. And he is the only one ever that I've ever heard openly. And I believe this is all by design on purpose. I believe he was told to do this. And, you know, the thing is, is that this is the most disarming way you could present witchcraft to the world. He's on stage. I don't know if this is before or after the Super Bowl. He's getting a shave. It's, you know, it's, it's something you would attribute some a, a nice shave by by a barber guy. You're you're everybody's kind of relaxed. A very very relaxed setting. It's perfect. It's a perfect satanic way to present witchcraft to the world. Don't think there's not a lot of boys and girls out there that are maybe looking at okay, I want to get to the NFL or I want to get to a certain level in sports and listening to tom brady basically telling them that he used witchcraft in order to win i don't know help him win 
all of the Super Bowls that that he has won, or at least a portion of them. I know he was divorced and he married, so I'm not exactly sure when that all occurred. But um, he has got a lot of people that most likely, whether they're men, women, children, he has initiated into witchcraft in a very subtle way. So, man, I listen to her. And right after the game, she said, see, I did a lot of work. You do your work, I do mine. Yep. She said, you're lucky you married a witch. I'm just a good witch. Okay, so did you hear that? She said, you're lucky you married a witch. I'm just a good witch, which is the biggest lie um, from the pit of hell you could have. There is no such thing as a good witch. Witchcraft is forbidden in the Bible. It's all evil. It's all wicked. It's all drawing upon the same wicked power. It's just that there's different levels and the white witches they wear their pentagram with the pointy side up okay and we do good witchcraft we do love spells we do prosperity we do things like that we don't do bad witchcraft and then there's gray and then there's black well guess what if you're a witch typically satan will never be content with you just staying in one area he's going to want more and more and more and I don't buy any of that for one second that she's not into the absolute total dark arts, especially at the level this guy is at. Not to say that white witch, it's all witchcraft. It's all evil. It's all forbidden. It was punishable by death in the Old Testament. Whether, whether you deemed it as white witchcraft, gray or black in the, in the Old Testament, it was all the same death sentence. So what did Brady just say? He said his wife does mantras. Okay, well, what's the definition of mantra? Originally in Hinduism and Buddhism, a word or sound repeated to aid concentration in meditation. Uh, a Vedic hymn, a statement or slogan repeated frequently. Environmental mantra that has that energy has for too long been too cheap. So it says the Wikipedia, right? Sacred utterance, a nominous sound, syllable, syllable, word, or phonemes, um, practitioners to have psychological and spiritual powers. Mantra meditation helps to induce an altered state of consciousness. Well, I mean, come on, guys. I mean, you don't have to be a you don't have to be a Bible scholar to know that's not a good idea. But in case you weren't aware, the the Bible directly warns against this. Uh, Matthew 6, 6, 7. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions, as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard, for their much speaking. All right? <clears throat> There's no such thing as a good witch. All those healing stones and all of that, that is new age, Eastern mysticism, garbage. I invented a, uh, a child molesting robot. Now this is this is the Rock during some wicked, evil. The here's here's a guy that's totally sold a soul to Satan a hundred times over, um, and he's on this show in this funny way, and he's he says I've invented, and he's playing some actor. I've invented this child molesting robot that can uh, molest children over and over and over, much at a much greater effective rate than a regular human can i, I mean th this is unbelievable i'm just going to try to back this up just a hair 
and then let you listen to this it. This new age, Eastern mysticism, garbage. I invented a, uh, a child molesting robot. <laughs> costs pennies to manufacture uh, and it can theoretically uh, molest twice as many children as a human molester and quite frankly half the time <laughs> Zentrix. why would you why would you joke about something like that you sick devil now he's playing some he's on some construction site and this is some kind of weird parody commercial he's doing gave me my life back hail satan hail satan um, he's, it was some for some drug, and he said this, whatever, give me my life back, and then he said, hail Satan. I eat uh, children. <laughs> so he's, uh, he's uh, they're interviewing him, and he says, I eat children. They're going from one interview to the next. <laughs> How old are you? Uh, 12. 12. So, oh, okay, uh, only to 10. Only okay, to that's 10. good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> children and pineapple. <laughs> so he only eats children, but the kid was in front of him, and he said, I only eat children up to the age of 10 so you're safe you're 12 years old we're good um and he makes a joke i eat children and pineapple see he's from the uh oh the polynesian islands or hawaii or one of those places and he has a lot of um of uh relatives that were in pro wrestling the the you know the the fake pro wrestling okay one of his relatives because i've i've over the years i've um um, when, when I went to chiropractic college, I had several pro wrestlers that lived in the building that I was in, in uh, Marietta, Georgia. And, um, I actually treated one of them. He was in, he was one of my patients in clinic, Eric Watts. He was the former quarterback at Louisville and Johnny B. Bad lived in my building and Sid Vicious and another guy named Shanghai and, uh, oof. I think more than that. And the gyms that I went to, Coffee's Gym was one of the ones I went to. And it was all, it was so many, I mean, big time pro wrestlers. Because, and I'm not sure if it's the case now, but that was like Turner Broadcasting with Ted Turner. And, and he had one of the leagues there. And then Lex Luger and Sting, that was literally the other gym that I went to. And it was it was 200, maybe 100 150 yards from my from like when I walked out of my apartment building there was a little back way I could go up to it I could go to that gym and Sting and Lex Luger owned that gym um and so I was constantly surrounded by by pro wrestlers for four years when I was in chiropractic college and and I mean one of them was my patient in um in clinic so like I'm familiar with a lot of this stuff and he had a uh this uh, this rock guy who actually played college football at the University of Miami before he got into all the acting and stuff. But his uncle, I believe, was a guy named Haku. And he had another one that killed, uh, I don't know, he killed somebody. It was a woman or a man, I don't know. But I think ended up going, I don't know if he ended up killing himself as a result of it or going to jail. I don't know. I kind of forget the story. But they're dealing with a high level of generational witchcraft when you've got people like this from like the Samoans and these types of people. Um, and I'm not saying that to demonize the race. I'm just saying that this is very, very high level generational witchcraft that they come out of. And um, his 
uncle Haku, and I'm just I'm trying to remember all this. Of all the guys in pro wrestling that have been interviewed, like over the years, they would in if they ever were who was the baddest, toughest guy in all of pro, and everybody would if they knew him would universally say this Haku guy, which was this Rock's uncle, and I mean he would. He got in fights where he'd bite people's noses off and, and try to gouge their eyes out and their throat. And he just went. He was demon-possessed when he fought to a, to a level that you can't even imagine. I got a little, I got a little inkling of that because my dad would go into those rages that would just terrify most people when you saw him, saw him do it. Haku was a, at a whole other level. And the, the, the stories of his fights are... are legendary and so voluminous and numerous that you know there's no way it can be disputed but I, I said all that to say this he, he's got a very very high generational uh witchcraft violent violent generational curse background coming from his background so it's no wonder you know he's openly admitting to eating children and um saying hail satan and and talking about child molestation and joking about all of it um he does it in this real clean cut, like, oh, I'm a good guy type, because I believe he was a good guy, pro wrestler. More so, that was his persona. So he's got this, and so he can get away with things maybe an, another guy can't get away with. These freaks are always needing to do rituals together. Because if you want to, the, the, the movie roles coming in, then you've got to keep doing the rituals. Right. If you want more fame as a singer, you want more time on the award shows, then you've got to be doing your time in the rituals. Yeah. If you don't do your time in the rituals... So I'm saying, Satan will never let you just stay stagnant. If you want more more fame in these types of things, you're going to have to keep performing and doing... He's a cruel taskmaster. And these people that act like they've got this wonderful life and all the stuff, well, there's... You don't you don't have any idea what they're being required to do behind closed doors in order to just maintain any semblance of that, most likely. Then you suffer. Satan Satan makes you pay. If you're not doing the rituals. If you want to be a celebrity in Hollywood, then your attendance at these parties is, is gonna be mandatory. Eating feces, drinking urine, having illicit sex with these old men. You give up everything. See, that's dealing with the realization that they sold they sold. They can't see every day they have to be high. They have to like be on a planet of nowhere because when you really think about what you've done for for a few dollars and they sad as hell. Everybody asked that question in the hood. Well damn man, they got them houses, they got all them freaks. How could they be sad? Because the Lord make you shamefaced after so long, the Lord put the shame on you and show you to your face, you sold out for a season. If your if your ultimate goal is to be famous, then you're gonna do a lot to do to get there. Like sign your name in blood in a contract with the devil. Okay, so that was one of the real high ups. I don't know who she was, but you're gonna sign your name in blood and make a contract with the devil. And there's been. Katy Perry's admitted to it. There, there's a, a lot of people throughout the years um, that have admitted to, you know, the contract that they've went into with the devil. So that's the, uh, now that video goes on a little bit further. Um, I've got so much to cover today. I'm going to play another one that uh, really will get into this this Super Bowl that just happened. Now, I didn't watch any of it, but this is going to kind of go into it. And 
the one thing that obviously this is lacking, this is an audio, so if you are actually watching, but you know, it might be better that this is an audio because I don't want to expose you to the visuals of the Super Bowl Luciferian initiation halftime show that just happened. I don't really want to expose. Now, you can watch this if you want. I would pray before you do it, but this is entitled What They Secretly Told Us During the Super Bowl Halftime Show 2021. It was a Luciferian initiation. Okay, so let's go ahead and see what they, they're saying here. All right, what's up guys? Welcome back to Hacking the Headlines. In today's video, we're gonna be going over the super satanic Super Bowl halftime show that took place last night with The Weeknd as a performer. And I figured with everything that had gone on in the past year that it was probably gonna be pretty over the top and in your face with the symbolism and agendas. And I was not wrong. Uh, but before we get into it, I just wanna tell you, you wanna stick around to the end of the video because one of the craziest things that happened was not even during the halftime show, but I'm gonna save that for last. Uh, but let's just get right into it. So it starts out with the weekend in a Las Vegas type of scene and right off the bat to your left there is a pillar with the globe on top of it. Now this is a very well-known Freemasonic symbol. In every single Mason Lodge there are two pillars with globes on top of them. They represent Joaquin and Boaz and I don't think it's a coincidence that there was only one pillar with one globe because it's all about bringing the two into one right the two towers that fell became the one world tower so this concept of bringing two into one is very important to them uh, but then we can see the one arrow that's pointing up and the other one that's pointing down to represent as above so below the satanic motto and if you count those lights there's actually 33 lights there also no coincidence if you know about this stuff you know how important the number 33 is there's 33 degrees in Freemasonry 33 percent of the angels that that chose to follow Lucifer instead of God. Uh, but then we also have the Pepsi logo, the red and blue Pepsi logo, also not an accident. This is to represent the red and blue Mason Lodges. There's a red Mason Lodge and there's a blue Mason Lodge. And that's why we see so much red and blue color coding all over society, all over the mainstream, all over products and corporations and so on and so forth. Uh, but then it really gets interesting. Then we see an angel of death or a demon or the Antichrist, however you wanna look at it, coming down from heaven with red glowing eyes into a city full of people with red glowing eyes. So a bunch of demons, right? And then in the middle of the city of demons, a crack opens up like the gates of hell are opening. The light of Lucifer is coming out and the weekend steps out of the gates of hell. And he comes out, he's wearing red and black, which is the colors of Satanism, very well known, very well documented, red and black. And he's also wearing the black and white shoes. Of course, with the black and white tiles found in the Masonic temple. Again, with the as above, so below, the duality that these people believe in. And then if you look closely behind him, there is Saturn symbolism, which again, if you know about the occult and the symbolism of Satanism, Saturn actually represents Satan. And we see this twice. We can see it here again in the background with Saturn lit up. And then we see the city of people, each standing alone in their own building with all these words around 
them, such as touch and alone and you lose, U-L, U-L, you lose. And there's also the word sin on top there. If you look on top, it says sin. The whole sky is red and glowing like there's destruction upon the city. It says your mind. So your mind is alone in sin. You lose enough. And everybody is standing alone. So in their she's got all this stuff circled that you would not even catch if you were watching it. But it's all subliminal embeds in the show. And, I mean, it's all there. I mean, you can see it plain as day if you want to watch the the still frames of uh, if you listen to this video. Own buildings, like think about what's going on right now with everybody being isolated. Nobody wants to touch each other anymore. Everybody feels alone. Your mind is being degraded by this isolation. I mean, it's so obvious what they were doing here and how they were rubbing it in our faces, what they're putting us through with all these agendas um, that we've been experiencing this past year. And then the lights are shining down on the stage, illuminating everything. Again, with the light of Lucifer, illumination. These are very important concepts to them. They believe Lucifer is the light of the world. Totally inverted, totally twisted. Jesus, of course, is the real light of the world. But it also kind of looks like an alien spaceship, which was also a common theme uh, to this halftime show. And also in the commercials, we're not going to get too deep into that. Uh, but then the crack of hell opens up again. We can see the destruction in the background with the red glow glowing sky and then the weekend once again enters hell and it's this gold room with mirrors everywhere and it says things like alone again on the wall and feel nothing and that is exactly the point they're trying to get people to to be alone and to feel nothing to be mindless robots to be mindless slaves to the new world order agendas and then we have these faceless demons coming out i know there's the exoteric explanation they'll try to tell people that you know these people in bandages that's the weekend's way of commenting on the beauty standards of hollywood just ludicrous but these are the exoteric the external explanations that they give to the masses when all you really have to do is look at this stuff and know that it's evil know that this is demonic know that these do not represent some sort of beauty standard in hollywood if you watch this you can't tell me with a straight face that this was not evil that these do not represent some type of demonic creatures but anyway so they dance around the little gold room for a while and then he comes back out the city is then bathed in blue it goes back and forth from being bathed in blue to being bathed in red again to represent that red and blue um, color coding of the freemasons red and blue come together to make purple because it's all about keeping that royal bloodline that these people think they are a part of and then there's explosions of fireworks in the background and it very clearly makes a pyramid with with the light coming off the top of it, one of their most well-known symbols is even on the back of our dollar bill. And the light on top represents, again, the light of Lucifer. And then eventually it leads to the end of the performance here with Satan's army, this army of demons, these faceless demons marching in step on the football field with the weekend in the middle of them. And he is singing blinded by the light again with the light of Lucifer. He's telling you right to your face. You're being blinded by the false light. And so they're marching in order. And then of course, once again, the weekend stretches out his arms like in the crucifix pose. They love doing this. It is a mockery of what 
Jesus did for us, a mockery of what Jesus did on the cross, and he does it like four times throughout the performance. And all of these faceless, masked demons are all holding lights in their hands, again, the light of Lucifer, and they're offering this light to the world through their hands. This is from the Lost Keys of Freemasonry by Manly P. Hall, who was a 33rd degree Freemason. He says, when the Mason learns that the key to the warrior on the block is the proper application of the dynamo of living power, he has learned the mystery of his craft. The seething energies of Lucifer are in his hands. This is a Masonic ritual you are witnessing. This is a Satanic ritual that you are witnessing, and you are being indoctrinated into Luciferianism without even realizing it. So they are offering you the false light of Lucifer in their hands, and then once again, at the very end, the weekend stretches out his arms like he's Jesus on the cross, again a form of mockery, and the whole stadium becomes bathed in a red light. The color of sacrifice, the color of blood, this was a giant initiation ritual, initiating you, initiating the masses into the occult. Because most people out there, they don't even realize that they are serving Satan, they don't realize they are practicing the New World Order religion, this idea that there are many paths to God coexist with everyone who cares about the truth. We can all have our own truth. Your truth is your truth. My truth is my truth. Let's all just unify as one. But I mean, just the imagery and the whole feeling. Now, remember that theme as we get into the next parts of the study where there, where you've got whole groups of people calling basically for the Antichrist to come. And what will the, how will the Antichrist come? He's not going to come based on a particular religion. It's going to be come one, come all. It's going to be, there's no boundaries. There's no, there, there's no religious parameters that you have to abide by. Whatever you believe is fine. Just worship the beast, essentially, when it's all said and done. But you can have any belief system you want of this performance tells you that these people are not about unity they are not about peace they are not about truth they are serving their father the devil and they have nothing in them but lies so that is my analysis of the super bowl halftime show there was actually a lot more there i'm trying to keep it pretty basic um, in case there's people who watch this who have never uh, heard about this stuff before or maybe they saw something in the performance and it didn't sit right with them again i'm not sure how you could sit through that thing and not see it. Even my own family who does not believe in this stuff called me to say, wow, that halftime show was pretty weird. I didn't feel entertained by it at all. So I was like, yeah, of course you didn't because it was so satanic. I, just, I don't understand how people can't see it. Uh, but this is what I was talking about. One of the more crazier things that happened la last night outside of the halftime show that again is just a slap in our faces. They're not even trying to hide it. This was a story of a fan, a supposed fan, who was able to run out onto the football field in a pink onesie and he was tackled and taken away. This is all, of course, planned out well ahead of time because uh, it, it looks like he's wearing like a thong, like a one piece thong. I mean, this guy is demon possessed to the toenails, but he's got a Bible message on his chest. If you look at this, first of all, he's sticking out his tongue. This is biblical. Yeah. That Which is like Kali does, the, the, the goddess of death, uh, the daughter of Shiva, okay? The goddess of death, Kali. The, always, you always see that devil with its tongue sticking out. And um, 
they stick out their tongue in mockery. Uh, but on his chest, he actually had a big tattoo that says Revelation 2.10. Yep. Revelation chapter 2, verse 10, which wouldn't you know it, this is what that verse says. It says, do not fear what you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested. And for 10 days, you will have tribulation. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. This is what this guy had tattooed on his chest. And you cannot possibly tell me that you believe this is a coincidence, that some random person was able to run onto the field in the most highly secure football game of the year, and he just so happened to have Revelation 2.10 tattooed on his chest while shirtless and sticking out his tongue, a verse that says, Beware of what is about to come. Do not be afraid of what is about to come. And you pair that up with all the symbolism and stuff in the halftime show. I mean, it's But just... it's a warning to Christians. I mean, you know. And it's ironic because you've got this guy that's demon-possessed to the toenails. He's totally insane. Okay? With this Bible verse, one of the most hardcore Bible verses he could possibly have, that does not apply to him at all on his own chest. But it would, it would apply to Christians in the remnant more than obvious at this point so if you haven't done so already give your life to jesus christ accept his free gift of salvation his free gift of eternal life and you will be saved it really is that simple you just have to put all of your belief and all your faith in him it is clear who these people are working for and it is clear that this is bible prophecy being fulfilled right before our eyes. So I thank you guys so much for listening. Please leave your thoughts in the comment section below. I'd love to hear what you think about it. And I know- Okay, and so um, when it comes to the salvation thing, you know, I, I'm not. I'm gonna make sure that, that we've got all the, all the bases covered. So go to contendingfortruth.com and click on the true salvation tab. And I've done a whole study on that, about salvation and the things that, that um, uh, that we get into after salvation. So it's a whole series of teachings that I've done, kind of walks you through everything. So that's that's where I would always direct you. All right, so let's go to the next point. Okay, so continuing on, next report, mass mental poisoning triggers tipping point of collapse. This is by, Mike Adams put this out, but I, I commingled it with some other reports in scripture. Uh, first scriptures before we kind of get into this <clears throat> first or second Timothy three twelve through 15 says, yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. And I think we're starting to really see that theme with, with the guy that ran out onto the field with the revelation two ten tattoo across his chest during the Luciferian initiation super bowl. Um, <clears throat> we're seeing, we're going to be looking at a lot of the, the the mass mental insanity and really demon possession slash infestation that is becoming more the norm now. Uh, and I think because of that mass demon infestation, we're going to start, if you live godly in Christ Jesus, you're going to suffer persecution. Now, for a lot of people in the world, this is everyday thing. This is, you know, they, they have to deal with this every single day. But depending on where you live in the world, particularly in america that may have not been the case but i, I do believe um, our day is coming <clears throat> and then you hear me quote this verse quite a bit the next verse says but evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse and again notice how they're commingling 
the first verse that says, All that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. And then it says, But evil men and seducers shall wax, meaning grow, worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. And that's a big reason be, be, this verse points to the verse ahead of it. Okay, meaning because evil men and seducers are going to grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived, there's going to be more persecution for all those that live godly in Christ Jesus. <clears throat> Notice it doesn't say all that live lukewarm, Joel Osteen, 501c3, FEMA clergy response team uh, in Christ Jesus, because it doesn't work that way. It's actually those that live godly in Christ Jesus. doesn't mean that, you know, we're walking around in sinless perfection, but we should be striving, you know, for, for perfection and not using our liberty for an occasion of the flesh type of thing. Uh, <clears throat> The people that are in Joel Osteen's church and, and these other ones, they're going along. You have to understand, these people are essentially on the train to the one world religion under Antichrist. Through their 501c3, initially through their 501c3 corporate status, which the first church of Satan has their 501c3. Jehovah Witnesses have their 501c3 tax exempt status. Uh, Seventh-day Adventist, uh, you, you name it, every denomination under the sun, okay? They're, they're all on that train to, to the one world religion under any, and this is why they're so silent right now. This is why, like, this ministry should not have to exist, because if the churches were doing their jobs, then they would be warning their flocks about what is coming, about the impending danger. But they're not. For the most part, they're, they've left the battlefield, they're lukewarm. And God says in Revelation 3 about the Laodicean church that they're, they're neither hot nor cold, but they're lukewarm. And God's going to vomit them out of their mouth. But yet they think, though, they're in need of nothing. They think we're good with God. But God views them as blind, wretched, weak, and naked. But they think they're, they don't need anything. They think they're doing pretty good with God. And this is why the Bible talks about examining yourself, you know, to see if you be in the faith and... and to consider the pit from whence you're dug and, and to humble yourself before God and to not think of yourself more highly than you ought to. <clears throat> so the next verse then says, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. Now, let's go into this report. And America, this is for Mike, Mike Adams, America as we know it is over. Fake President Joe Biden wasn't elected by the people and isn't a real president. But beyond all the politics and cyber warfare and criminal vote fraud carried out by the Democrats, and again, I do believe it's all part of the theater that we've been involved in. I, I don't think he would believe that. He, he believes that, you know, um, it wasn't part of the theater and that Trump was just you know, uh, Trump's not going along with it. Okay. Anyway, um, he says, what is the real root cause of the fall of America? As I explained in today's podcast, it really comes down to mass mental illness. Well, yeah, but it's, it's really just satanic, um, giving ourselves over to Satan, you know, from a societal standpoint. And that's what's causing the mass mental illness, illness. Okay. 
Just like we're talked about with all the Hollywood people that like this gigantic proportion of them are depressed because of what they have to do. Any semblance of, of a conscience that might be left in them when they're not, you know, you know, drunk or stoned or drugged up or whatever, you know, it's going to lead them to depression. Uh, going for, forward here, it says, as I explained in today's podcast, it really comes down to mass mental illness. Over half the people in America are mentally poisoned to the point of clinical insanity. It is these people who attempt to run the government, the fake news outlets, the CDC, the public schools, all like some twisted scene out of idi idiocracy. I guess it's some movie or whatever. Um, <clears throat> where even the Secretary of Education is a complete moron. We've passed... We've already passed the idiocracy tipping point in America, of course. Fake White House President, Press Secretary John Paskey is a moron. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. The, the, these people are all new to me, so I'm not sure exactly who he's in reference to there. But um, fake President Joe Biden has advanced dementia. None of the Democrats in the U.S. Senate can recognize reality anymore. They, are, they function almost entirely as a brainwashed biopuppets to do whatever they're told. Meanwhile, the people who voted for Biden suffer from the mental illness and cult brainwashing of progressivism, which is rooted in irrationality, learned hatred, and denial of reality. What is the cause of the mass mental illness? It's not difficult to identify, identify vectors of poisoning of the poisoning well again i would say the, the chief and primary cause is mass demon infestation which is now just the norm okay but here are some other things that that are that are causing and, and accentuating all of these things 5g exposure toxic vaccines that attack human neurology brain damaging pharmaceuticals such as antidepressants heavy metals in the food supply Glyphosate herbicide exposure, which is now known to cause mass mental illness. COVID bioweapons exposure, now documented to cause mental illness in 33% of the survivors. Um, now, I would think that would be more the, um, the vaccines and the tests, because I, only God knows the full extent of what they're doing. Fire retardant exposure, which is known to cause antisocial and violent behavior. Journoterrorism, the which is the psychology terrorism by the media. And there's a video that I'm going to play now, and it's it's openly persecuting Bible-believing Christians. I have been on, and this is Brian Dellinger, um, the preacher. I have been on YouTube for 12 years. They have recently put two community guideline strikes on my channel because I spoke against the COVID scam. They claim that I violated their medical misinformation guidelines, and I was shocked to see what they say violates their standards. So I'm just going to let you hear this because they're basically, it sounds to me like they're, they're banning prayer online. In this video, I'm going to show you proof that YouTube is actively persecuting Christians, Bible-believing Christians like myself uh, with their policies here. Um, here's the notice that I got in my email that my content was removed, video of the papists are taking over, showing the Al Smith dinner and how that Biden and Trump both are bowing to the Roman Catholic Church. Um, I guess my speech, religious freedom of speech. Well, again, I would, I would heavily uh, factor in there the Kabbalistic synagogue of Satan-loving Zionists as well. They're, 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 they play a major player in that. And I don't mean all Jews, I'm talking about that particular sect. Not protected by YouTube. 
But it was, it's been up for months. Everything's fine, and all of a sudden, boom, and I have one more strike, and they're going to delete my channel. Uh, I could care less at this point. But uh, our team has reviewed your content, and unfortunately, we think it violates our medical misinformation policy. Boy, really sure of yourself there. We think it violates it. Well, does it violate it or not? You know, we've removed the following content from YouTube, and then it's, uh, you know, I got a strike for it. Um, you know, uh, YouTube doesn't allow content that explicit, explicitly disputes the efficacy of local health authorities. So you can't question that, a uh, little author, authoritarian there, or World Health Organization guidance on social distancing and self-isolation that may lead people to act against that guidance. Learn more here. Self-isolation. Remember that. That's going to be important. Okay? Uh, right here it is. YouTube help COVID-19 medical misinformation policy. The safety of our creators, viewers, and partners is our highest priority, and we look to each of you to help us protect this unique and vibrant community. <laughs> yeah. It's important you understand our community guidelines and the role they play in our shared responsibility to keep YouTube safe. Please take the time to carefully read the policy below. I did. You can also check out this page uh, for a full list of our guidelines and it goes down through here and they're talking about all this COVID stuff but check this one out right here uh, if you're posting content don't post content on YouTube if it includes any of the following here we go content that encourages the use of prayer or rituals in place of medical treatment wow prayer wow hmm James chapter 5, verse 14. <clears throat> Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray, pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise him up, and if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Oh, you know, you're supposed to seek medical attention. That's that's the important thing. You're supposed to, you know, right here, it says, uh, you know, in place of medical treatment. But over here, uh, self-isolation. So basically, they would be saying, you can't, if it goes against any of our satanic COVID guidelines, which basically would say, you get your test, you get your, your vaccine that's going to rewrite your DNA. You do all those things. And if necessary, we'll admit you to hospital. We'll put you on a ventilator, which will get 39 grand from uh, Medicaid or, or whatever insurance is paying them for that diagnosis. We're going to blow out your lungs and kill you. And then you become another statistic. That's the only thing that is acceptable in this satanic new world order. Okay, that's the only thing. There can be no other. You can't say uh, there, there can be no other alternative treatments. You you can't even use these bad drugs like hydroxychloroquine and these other ones that I've talked about that have horrific side effects that nobody seems to really want to talk about that I've highlighted. It's right on the WebMD pages, all the side effects of hydroxychloroquine, which are just voluminous and numerous and horrific. And it's all so stinking unnecessary. If you would just... 
support your primary immune system with things like zinc and D3 and vitamin C and, and calcium and iodine and selenium. These are just how you support your, your primary immune system. And wor worst case scenario, if you do come down with something, you hit it with the, with the 5,000 part per million and five miles over protein, you know? And you can take care of it. There's a there's a link at my website, contentyfortruth.com, on the right side for the for the silver. It's the only product I have up there. Uh, and the other things were part of the supplement protocol that I put together for this, which is really nothing more than a, a protocol for any virus and really any cold. Okay, supporting the immune system is supporting the immune system. Okay, whether you got a cold, a virus, bacterial, whatever. Yes, there's there's some different things that you can do um, in a, a specific situation, but all in all, supporting the immune system is the main thing that we should be doing, okay? And in, you know, prayer and these types of things are also essential, but they're saying, no, 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 you've got to go our satanic route, that's it, there's no other recourse. You get your test, only God knows what they're putting in you, accessing the cribriform plate, which goes straight into the brain, We'll put our nanotech in there. We'll infect you with whatever is on those swabs. And then you get the vaccines. And then you get the next vaccine. You get the next. And we're going to defile your DNA. We're going to change it. The vaccines are cultured off aborted babies in, the, in that process. And that's what we're going to do. And they're going to fill you full of nanotech that will be updated by your 5G. They're just going to let you know on that a little bit later. Even though it's it's there, that information is there about the nanotech. You're not going to probably know about it till a little bit down the line because I think that's a, that's a little bit more than they want you to know about it. It'll be an extra bonus down the road that they'll reveal. Oh yeah, by the way, you know, we, all you got to do is be near a 5G phone or a 5G base station, and you'll get your vaccine, all the nanotech in your vaccine updated. A little extra bonus for you. Uh, you, you get this this coronavirus thing, and, and you're supposed to self-isolate, and yet over here, you're supposed to seek medical treatment. And you can't have prayer in place of medical treatment for something that's essentially the flu. Mm -hmm. They say a more contagious version of the flu. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a problem there. You're not allowed to, you have to disobey scripture here. Is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church, not for a medical doctor that makes a living off of keeping you sick. Symptoms management is what they do with their pharmaceutical drugs. They're drug pushers for big pharma. Go on, censor my video. Go ahead. See where it gets you with the Lord. Now, I'm not saying that, like, we would never, ever, obviously, if it was emergency medicine or car accident or some traumatic, you know, injury or broken bone, and, you know, I'm not saying God can't heal that at the same time either, though. Okay, but I just wanted to kind of throw that in. Bunch of wicked, stinking devils. Disobey the scriptures according to YouTube. You can't follow the scriptures. Oh, it's such a dangerous disease. Yeah, people can get it. They don't even know that they had it. Exactly. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it's so dangerous. It's so incredibly dangerous that you have to go get tested to find out if you even have it. Now, let's go further here. Other things that are causing this this um, mass mental illness in people. Fluoride in the public water supply. Fluoride was first, from what I've 
my research indicates it was first used in the concentration camps of Nazi Germany and Auschwitz and those types of places to keep the concentration camp victims docile. They would put it in the water and give it to the Jews and the gypsies and whoever else they considered undesirable in these camps and they would um, they would uh, it would keep them very docile because it burns out the lower brain lobes which control your will to resist. So that's why when they went and liberated these these concentration camps and I understand they were so sick that a lot of them couldn't even move but a, a lot of them like they were just if you, if you saw archived footage they weren't like a lot of them weren't even like that they didn't have a lot of emotion I think a lot of that had been, you know, taken out of them via the fluoride. They they it also, you know, minimized the chance that they would maybe rise up and attack the guards. There's a lot of wicked things they were doing in the concentration camps. But, um, and then they figured, well, let's put it in the water supply around the world and in America so that we'll ultimately create a very dumbed-down, docile, and cancer-ridden because it also causes cancer and also causes bone softening diseases yes where it's too high can cause what they call dental fluorosis well i thought it was for your teeth no it actually softens your teeth in that form that type of fluoride is a byproduct of the aluminum industry it's a poison a little bit of natural fluoride occurring in like a, a, a plant or a fruit that's fine that can help strengthen your teeth but not the kind they're dumping in the water and that stuff's so toxic that when they when they have acts have to handle it they have to get in a full biohazard gear and if they drop any like of the concentrated fluoride on the cement it'll leak right through the cement it's that toxic and they're putting it in the water supply and have been for decades criminal criminal behavior and then there's chlorine which is also horrific there's other ways around where they could where they could sterilize the water. They could use silver. <laughs> they could use ozonation. There's a lot of different ways that they could actually purify the water supply or um, sterilize it or to a certain extent. And, but they've chosen the most toxic, evil ways in order to do that. All by design. Anyway, then the mass media brainwashing and subliminal messaging like what you see in the every Super Bowl halftime demon cult worship theater event, which is what we just talked about. Now, understand that's part of why people are being demon infested. Because of what they're putting before their eyes. And then also widespread nutritional deficiency caused by the food industry. Kind of talked about that a little bit there. Now. Here's another video regarding music. Important video, most music is not what you think it is. There's subliminal brainwashing and messages toward us, toward evil. Now, this video is old. i never seen it before. But it's old. But if this video was applicable back in the 80s, can you imagine how much more so with the technologies they have that it would be applicable now? If it comes up demonic that's what we are now this is a thing about molly kurt i apologize for the music but um they're interviewing motley crew the the band from you know the 80s primarily in, in 90s um was was one of the main bands i listened to growing up i mean i mean i i listened to 
really, really th- hard rock type music. Iron Maiden, Motley Crue, uh, you name it. I was pretty much. I had I had Iron Maiden posters all over my room, and Iron Maiden is is a whole other level of darkness. Their album covers were too, and I had them all. This is a, this is the background I grew up in. You know, rock and roll, partying, partying. I mean, we the, our whole house was geared for that, man. My parents were, and and that was how I was raised and brought up. Um, <laughs> One thing is for sure, Satan sells. No matter how you slice it, it's not the heavy metal bands like Black Sabbath and Kiss that are losing money in the current record industry depression. In fact, some new groups seem to be picking up that satanic smell of success and following along in its path. The Lords of the New Church uh, is, uh, can be taken obviously a variety of ways in terms of the title and what it might imply and what their name is. First of all, I question how many of these bands, how many of these bands truly have a, a satanic motive, you know, and I think that what's, what, what goes on with anything uh, is that once the issue is brought up, people tend to try to look for those things and they'll try to place it and they'll say, aha, I see that that's implying some sort of a... Uh, so you're going to hear from both sides. You're going to hear from people that are trying to defend their position and then you're going to hear from people that are exposing their position. Satanic uh, overtone. I think that within the rock music field, you've got people who really are into the occult and into Satan, uh, and then you've got some who probably are playing games. But no matter how now, you have to understand, this is a very it looks as though they this is a very old VHS tape, okay, that they somehow were, was able to upload on there. So the audio is not the greatest. If you're watching the video, it's not the greatest. But I, I, the message is important. Cut it. They're propagating Satan. They're propagating the demonic line the occultic world and i think it's a devastating thing on our culture i don't think there's anything evil about it i don't want to you know grow up and, and be some devil worshiper because i've only believed in this you. is a guy singing about devil worship in in but he doesn't want to grow up and be some devil worshiper because i've only believed in music i mean it's just it's just total satanic doublespeak is all it really is. It's like one thing out of one side of his mouth and then, oh, but we're not devil worshipers, even though that's what we're singing about and we're, we, we have pentagrams all over the place and, you know, everything about us reeks Satan, but just don't pay any attention to that all my life as far as any any message from uh, satan or uh, the forces of evil are concerned uh, that uh, I, it's funny i really think i think i find it very amusing it's almost in to be satanic and i think that speaks of of the culture abandoning its christian roots but in may of 1982 teenagers of a congregation in topeka kansas destroyed thousands of dollars worth of records and tapes which they felt contained the message of satan Good. the christian concern sheds light on a more secular aspect of music listening it's what you don't hear government investigation has found subliminal messages on certain albums when played and that's what you should be doing if you have this stuff is destroying it preferably and burning it bill schneblin said that one time he burned some of the rock and roll stuff he had and he literally saw spirits come off the actual recordings as they were going up in the fire. And those were the spirits that were put into the master 
when it was made at the recording studio and that master the spirit then goes to all the the recordings that it goes off it and there's literally a demon when you buy the stuff when you bring it into your house so now they're talking about the subliminal aspect uh, of, of this whole thing first a bill now before Congress would require warning labels on those records containing backward masking and that way uh, uh young people that don't want this kind of material whether it's political messages that reagan is a great guy or whether it has anything to do with it shows you how old the tape was you talking about reagan or charlie chan uh they're not going to have to th listen to it parents who go out to buy their kids uh the teeny boppers uh, record albums during the christmas period uh they will see uh, the warning label what i've done here is queued up this song it's called um fire on high from the elo face the music album yeah so fire and high from elo which was electric light orchestra band my parents used to play that stuff all the time I was when I was growing up and you would have never thought there was anything satanic about ELO I mean if anything it sounded like really like kind of like little little very very different uh, but kind of upbeat type of of music not like rock and roll really not not like considered like any kind of you know hardcore rock and roll genre I wouldn't have known about I mean, I, I've played this record a million times, and I've heard that you know what tape sounds like when it's running backwards. I've heard that there's something in here backwards, but I've never felt moved to put it on tape and run it backwards and see what it says. Well, it's real easy, this particular record, to just take your hand and, and go like this, and we'll hear what it says. The music is reversible, but time... What she's doing is she's on a turntable where you used to have records, okay, back in the day. And see, this is one of the things that maybe this is a lot harder to do now because back then you could take it on a turntable and she's literally playing the record in reverse and she's just using her hand to move the record and you're hearing the sound. You're, you're hearing what uh, it's saying and I'm, I'm going to back it up a little bit here so you can hear what it said but you can't really do that now N not near as easy the record to just take your hand and, and go like this and we'll hear what it says the music is reversible but time turn back turn back the music is reversible but time turn, turn back, back turn, turn back. back what does that mean I think it's a gimmick. I mean, it's, it's not, uh, it doesn't seem too diabolical to me. I think it's just a gimmick. Gimmick? But you're, you're assuming that all the other things where they're putting subliminals are just gimmicks as well, where they're talking about Satan overtly. Maybe. Let's take a closer look at what some bands are really doing. You're listening to the number one requested song of the last 10 years, a familiar song. Some believe it deserves a warning label. Why? Listen to the song backwards. It's called Stairway to Heaven. Which is Led Zeppelin Stairway to Heaven considered, I, I don't know if it's considered to this day, I know for a long time, and back then even, was quite possibly the number one rock and roll song of all time okay and i think it's still when you when you go when you have to when you average that all in for all the generations that it's been out i believe it's probably still in that position so it's saying my sweet satan
they'll give you 666. I think just the very fact that this has gotten so... You can't really... The, the, the lyrics are... are they're, they're flashing them up there, but the tape's so old that this is being recorded off, it's kind of jumbled, so you can't really see it as good. May cause record groups to say, hey, uh, rather than get hassled by the feds, uh, let's do all this rotten satanic stuff forward. People say it's, it's, it's uh, Satanism. You can say we're a religion, because when you have 5,000 kids all believing in this band, that is a religion. It is Satan carrying us further and further and further all the time. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's selling your soul. Nobody's going to stop us. We're going straight to the top. We're red hot. So that's Motley Crue. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and I fast-forwarded a little bit more into this recording, and we'll go from here. Well, the fact of the matter is that most scientists will even admit that your brain does process things in reverse. And that's why it's such an important thing for the occult to backmask because it's another way for them to subliminally plant seeds. Not only because the law of reversal that Aleister Crowley was so high on and taught all of his students and followers, we know, you know, look, guys like Jay-Z are wearing shirts with Crowley on it that says, do without will. Do you think it's a coincidence that in his song he's saying 666 murdered Jesus? You think it just happened to play that way backwards? I mean, come on. You'll find this in a lot of songs. There's a lot of messaging. It won't just say stuff about worshiping Satan and killing Jesus. There'll be other messages in there that push agendas that we see. And that's why it's dangerous to listen to music. Not just because of the mind control you get from listening it normally, like putting in a CD or putting on your iPod or listening to the radio in your car. Right? And being brainwashed by these false idols like Katy Perry and all these people that they push, right? And all the songs kind of tell you frontwards the same stuff, right? They're speaking about love, but they're really talking about their love of Satan. They're showing you in the music videos the transhumanism agenda, the transgender agenda. But nobody realizes that these songs in reverse have just as are just as dangerous to you. So if you are watching it on a conscious level, trying to decipher what you're seeing. You have to remember that they're also programming you the other way, where you wouldn't even realize it. It could switch a mood in you quick. It could make you feel something you don't normally feel because you're hearing a message that you don't know what you're hearing, but your brain is deciphering it. It's decoding it. And then it's planting it. And you're so the exact same thing that was happening at these Super Bowl halftime shows. Not just mine. And again, like all of these things, what does it go back to? It goes back to Crawley. So you'll see production companies with names like that. You'll say, where are, they, where are Oprah going with Harpa? Oh, it's her name backwards. How clever. Well, that's just her using the law of reversals, right? Because they believe... Harpo, okay, which is Oprah's company. Oprah spelled in reverse, Harpo. They gain more power. It enhances their craft. It enhances their fame, their wealth, and all of this stuff by practicing this. And they're practicing divination, which is forbidden by God. It is forbidden by our Father. And remember, they do all of this stuff to mock. They do all of this stuff in reverse. They read the Bible in reverse. You know, when they have these... Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin, the one that sings the, the band that put out Stairway to Heaven that you just heard, um, bought Aleister Crowley's uh, house on Loch Ness, the, where the Loch Ness monster is. Yeah, and they... 
would um alistair crowley had a house there that they would do occult rituals in and i'm sure that led zeppelin did the same thing and they show pictures from inside the house and it looks it i mean it looks like it's been turned into a big occult ceremonial type of site yeah i mean it, it looks just totally satanic masses they do it in reverse they'll read scripture backwards and blasphemy god and this all goes back to the same guy that they pretend you know that nobody will talk about when satanists mention him they go yeah i don't know you know i guess it's not a coincidence that jimmy page bought his house and you know you got all these guys still worshiping him and talking about him but this Nobody. is a picture of, on the screen is a picture of Jimmy Page in front of Aleister Crowley's house on Lake Loch Ness. Brings up the black magic and how he talks about blood sacrifice being the most important, that specifically of a child. I mean, these people are sick. So, again, remember this yeah. when it comes to back mask. I mean, this is a picture from inside the house, and man, does it look evil. I mean, it looks like something out of a third world country that's been through war the inside of this house just is so gutted and tore up and i mean my word it's just horrible remember that britney spears all of these artists that have come through have used back masking as a technique to plant seeds in your subconscious mind for mind control and people say well how do you prevent that well you prevent it by not listening to it and I know it's easier said than done. I mean, you go to the grocery store, they got the music blast, and you go, you know, places that you actually, you know, might have to go to get something or do something. I mean, you go get gas at the gas station, they got TVs on the pumps now playing music. Yeah. So they're trying to get us programmed around the clock with this stuff, and they know that they can use things through backmasking to plant seeds in our minds as well. Why are you still out here? Well, it goes back to the destiny thing. You know, I made a bargain with it, you know, a long time ago. And um, This is Bob Dylan, one of my dad's favorites. Um, and he's being interviewed, one of his rare interviews. Man, does he look evil. Um, with one of these guys on, I don't know, one of the major broadcasting. And he's basically trying to do this roundabout way of, of not saying he made a deal with Satan overtly. But he, he did say he made a bargain with, you know with it you know a long time ago and then he says i'm trying to fill my my end of the bargain because when you make that deal with satan you know he's going to require a lot from you and uh if you stop if you stop on your end a lot of times that's when you die you know if, if you haven't gotten saved if you haven't broke free from that then you know he has that right a lot of times to come get you yeah i guess it depends on if God permits it to happen, because God is in control. But uh, many times I do believe these people enter into these deals and all of a sudden you'll see them gone. And, and I'm, a lot of times what comes into my mind is that their their time was up for one reason or another. Maybe they did something where they got out of line and, you know, Satan got them, you know. Holding up my hand. What was your bargain? To get where... Um... I am now. Should I ask who you made the bargain with? <laughs> with, 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 you know, with the chief, uh, chief commander. 
on this earth <laughs> and in this earth and then uh and then in the world we can't see try to sit down it ain't no it's not god it's not jesus obviously something like that uh th there's a magic to that and it's not uh siegfried and roy kind of magic you know it's a it's a different kind of a penetrating magic yeah and uh you know i did it i, I, I did it at one time doing really well now and that's when he wrote when he wrote the songs the magic that they would produce to get the lyrics and write the songs didn't you release a cd like almost 10 years now, ago this is Katy perry now she's the one that i played the videos on if you just can Katy perry in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com i've done you know the where she's like this reptilian alien hybrid that's having sex with other hybrids that's i mean she's done every wicked derivation of videos that you could possibly imagine and they're interviewing her and she used to be her parents were both um i think she's gonna say here both i don't know in ministry and traveled and she grew up in the gospel music and then she went over to the dark side um yeah i mean i released a gospel record when i was 15 um because i grew up in uh you know a household where all i ever did was listen to gospel music and my parents are both traveling ministers and so i kind of sang about you know what was going on in my life at 15 and that's how i got introduced to the music industry because i swear i wanted to be like the amy grant of music yeah <laughs> but it didn't the amy work grant of music amy, amy grant was was also a satanist okay she also went that route i've done whole i've done i know sections on amy grant before um and where she is overtly proven that she is also a luciferian and so i sold my soul to the devil so i sold my soul to the devil you know let me just let me back that that last part just so you can hear that better to the music industry because i swear i wanted to be like the amy grant of music yeah <laughs> but it didn't work out and so i sold my soul to the devil i sold my soul to the devil i know it's a crappy deal it came with a few toys like a happy meal i can try but then it just doesn't happen i can sing notes and sing this is beyonce and she's going to talk about when she turns into her alternate demon-possessed ego on stage called Sasha Fierce. Strong and do all these things that when I'm just by myself, I can't do. And I remember right before I performed, I raised my hands up and it was kind of the first time I, I felt something else come into me. And here's Nicki Minaj, they're interviewing her and she's got full, full reptilian slits from top to, top to bottom. This is a real famous interview. Full reptilian slits from top to bottom. Not even trying to hide it. I don't want to blame him. I, I, I ask him to leave, but he can't. He's here for a reason. People have brought him out. People conjured him up. Now he won't leave. So there was a lot in that, and uh, that's all I've got for part one here. So God bless you, and we will see you in part two.